This is the Golf IQ podcast, a place for golf nerds to dive into the science and uncover the secrets to playing better golf. I'm the host, Luke Curdenine, and welcome. Okay, Mike and Mike, backspin or side spin, any all manner of spin really is what we're going to talk about today. And I really am excited about this episode because I feel like every time I talk to equipment nerds or uh, pros, they're just obsessing over spin. They're just constantly trying to dial in their spin. And then you back up and go to your local local club or your local muni and there's nothing further from the amateur golfer's mind than spin. Well, one has a launch monitor, one doesn't. True, it's very <laughs> true. Um, but there are, I guess, or are there some ways uh, that we can kind of flag this up for people in terms of helping them train their eyes in terms of like sounding the alarm when they see something goofy happening with the golf ball? You know, this kind of goes back to one thing we mentioned previously is this idea of descent angle. Mm. And you don't think about it very much with driver. But if your drives in normal conditions don't roll, yeah, you have too much spin. Mm. Now, obviously, you're going to see the the trajectory of that club, uh, that shot with a drive is is more up than it is out. Yeah, and and as it goes up, it's going to have a descent angle that's um, almost straight down. Yeah, and that's not what you want for a drive. Yeah, that's a really good point too. Like. The shape of your ball flight is something people should understand, right? Yeah. Because you don't want it looking like a mushroom cloud, I guess. No. <laughs> it's, it's a well-worn analogy, but the the water hose analogy. If you hold the water hose straight out, the water is not going to go very far. Mm. If you hold it straight up, yep. it's not going anywhere. But if you hold it at an appropriate angle, it'll shoot out and give you more distance. Same thing with the tee shot. You know, there's straight up, there's straight out, and then there's this happy median in between. Yeah. So, um, you know, there are some players who've been myself. I, I probably don't launch it high enough. I tend to hit it low with bullets, but that's because I'm a very high spin player. Okay. And when you're low launch and high spin, which a lot of amateurs are, unfortunately, you can't address both with equipment. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out which one is better for you. The fitter I went to determined because of how I load the club, if I didn't care how high I hit it, we could kill some of that spin and hit these kind of low straight bullets though. But it took off a lot of the side spin, which is what I was looking for. I just want to, you know, I told I want to keep it in the fairway. I don't care how far I hit yeah, it yeah. as long as it's an acceptable distance. Other people are going to want to hit it further. Yeah. And we talked about this just before we clicked record that, Every time you hit a golf ball, it comes off with backspin, right? But um, the the amount of spin that the ball is taking off with isn't just backspin. It's also, there's a side spin element here too. And so like keeping a handle on your spin can't just help you hit it further. It can also help you keep it in the ballpark, like you like you were saying, yeah. right, EMJ? Well, yeah. I mean, I think the, the thing that uh, people need to be honest with themselves, which is a hard thing for golfers to do, but... If you feel like the only way I can keep a tee shot in play is to aim 25 yards left of the fairway's left edge, Mm. you're going to find holes that you can't even play. Totally. So that means that you need to think, first of all, let's get a lesson. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, But second of all, 
maybe that's a driver change where the way certain drivers are designed, they can take off spin in that direction because essentially the the uh, axis tilt can be adjusted by the way the center of gravity is on the driver that counteracts that that sort of side spin, which technically doesn't exist. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. really just a, a convenient way to talk about the way the axis is tilted in, during the spin. But, you know, you can also look at, at things like golf ball, mm-hmm. okay? And everybody wants to play a tour ball, and, and I get it. There, there are certain advantages around the green that, that are, are true. But if you are losing two sleeves per round because you've got wildly uncontrollable slice spin, mm-hmm. you need a ball that, that just doesn't spin. And it's also the quickest way to more yards, too. Yeah. You know, I hear people saying, well, oh, I can't believe I'm only hitting at 220 or 215. Well, actually, your ball's probably traveling 230, yeah. but it's 15 yards going to the right. Yeah. I mean, if you track it in the, how much it's actually in the air, it's a lot more than how far out it goes. Yeah, that's a really actually interesting way of thinking about it, where it's actually traveling quite a long way. It's just traveling too high up and too far out to the right, yeah. for instance, <laughs> instead of right. kind of forward. And I think a lot of uh, companies in that field uh, – are looking at the driver as let's work backwards from from uh, where the typical trajectory and ball flight pattern is. Can we design the face to sort of compensate for some of that so that uh, a player who has a 40-yard slice, it's not just, oh, we, we're going to close the face on this or, or we're going to make it more upright. We're going to do things with center of gravity and, and literally the way the face deflects mitigates some of those bad things and i think that's you change the way somebody starts the the hole you change their whole attitude going in and and so i think that's uh that that's where thinking about spin yes you want to think about spin going into the green i think we probably need to talk about that too a little bit but but get the spin under control off the tee so i mean if you're spinning it at at north of 3500 yeah, o- like, only bad things are going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And so this is, I think, before we get to around the green stuff, I did want to ask you guys that I think one of the reasons why people think spin is complicated is because it's not like um, straight down. Like it's not like every good player has low spin and every bad player has high spin. There are there are you know there are pros who tend to be higher spin there are pros that tend to be lower spin there are amateurs like a slicer will be super high spin somebody who hits hooks will maybe super low spin so i guess like i just wanted to run through what are some of the things that increase and decrease spin um for golfers well it's their angle of attack into the ball is mm-hmm. the primary one if you're coming in with a negative angle of attack you're probably going to impart a lot of spin. If you have an upward angle of attack, which far too few people do, yeah. it's going to take spin off. I think importantly, though, you know, we talked about like the big slicer, but we can also talk about the player who kind of hits that aircraft carrier shot. You know, they're pretty straight, but it starts out low and rises. Yeah. Um, that's producing way too much spin. And I think it's important. A lot of people think low spin drivers are just for high swing speed players. There are occasions where a moderate swing speed can benefit from a low spin driver, yeah. provided that they're coming into it at the right attack angle. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, 
if we want to be really basic, loft yep. so does a lot for spin. Yep. And and maybe more loft is going to control some of that excessive spin. It, you know, I don't want to be too uh, elementary about this, but maybe your ball position yep. could change your, because, your like, spin rate. Because if you're... T-height. T-height. Yeah. yeah, two great examples. If, if you're teeing it too low and your ball position is too back, those are both things that will basically increase the the way that you're chopping down yeah. on the ball, which is going to put a lot of spin on it. Look at Tiger Woods' T-height from 2000 to now. Mm. It, it's definitely gone up. Yep. Yep. Big time. And then uh, I wanted to ask you guys, too, about where you hit the ball on the club face also uh, can alter the way the ball spins, right? Yeah. Hit it, hit it low on the face, especially with the driver. It's going to spin more. Hit it a little north of center. You're going to take some spin off and actually, you know, everyone says the sweet spot is dead center. On a driver, it's just a tad on most of them above center. Like those knuckleballs. Right. Right? And then toe and heel too, right? Yeah, yeah. High toe is, is, is going to be a little lower, uh, lower spin and higher launch, which is we want that as much as possible. Low heel is is the death zone. <laughs> uh, you don't want to hit any shots low low heel. There's no power. There's no the face is less flexible there. So there's just not not anything uh, good that can happen. I will say this. You know, if you look at where the modern uh, movement in drivers is, is to increase what we call moment of inertia or stability on off center hits. One of the things that we're seeing is. As you increase that stability, you're getting more consistent spin. Mm. So, you know, there's let right now, traditionally, there's a huge variation between shots low on the face and shots high on the face in terms of spin. That's starting to get equal out, equalized a little bit. And, and so some of the benefits of, quote, lower spin are being built into these high stability drivers already. And before we wrap up, I know there's a lot going on here, but ultimately it comes down to trying to identify like what your good shots look like, what your misses look like, where you're missing it on the face, these kinds of things. A quick word on greenside spin. Like what's a kind of primer that people should be looking out for when they get around the green and what they're seeing with their golf ball? Well, again, how how are you playing shots? Are you trying to get the ball to run to the hole? Or are you trying to get the ball to check and and uh, one hop and stop basically? Mm-hmm. And I think the the that has to do with how solid your contact is first of all. So you know if you're not a very good short game player, you shouldn't be thinking about oh I'm going to fly this. 40 yard chip shot to the hole and it's going to stop right away because you just don't have that ability. So you're going to think about, I don't really need the highest spinning ball per se, because I'm much better at playing a, a lower running shot. And from that standpoint, you know, it's a bit sacrilege to say this, but you don't have to play a multi-layer urethane cover ball to mm-hmm. hit those kinds of shots. And yep. you will actually, some of the, the better balls in the, you know, let's say the $35 price point is are going to, that are not necessarily urethane covered are going to give you the spin that you need to hit those kind of shots that you can actually hit. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think unless you have mad short game skills, uh, don't worry about spin too much around the green. I mean, the fact is research shows the high majority of pitch shots and chip shot come up short. Yeah. So if you're coming up short to begin with, why do you need more spin? 
Such a good point. Such a good point. Um, and touches on a few things here that we'll discuss in our next episode. You guys, for your sins, have just finished wrapping up the hot list at the time of recording. So we're going to talk about some big equipment trends in 2024 that people should be looking out for. So tune in for that.